Well, hello, ladies, gentlemen, and everyone listening in to today's newest podcast of VORW International. Welcome, one and all. Well, right now I am at least recording this program the early hours of Wednesday, the 20th of October, 2021, when precisely this program will be released, who is to say? Uh, It could be later on, on the uh, 20th, it may be on the 21st, 22nd, or even a little later than that, it'll just be when it is, but at the very least, for reference, uh, that's when I am recording this. Right now, the present time is 3.22 a.m. Eastern Time, and uh, it's a very quiet night tonight. I'm sitting outside, actually, at the time of recording this, but it's a uh, pleasant night. Rather cool and uh, comfortable, I would certainly say. It's, uh, yeah, temperature, if I had to guess, would probably have to be in the 60s, maybe even upper 50s. Definitely what I would consider a fall night, at least comparably, because we know that the weather, of course, can be quite different and variable from location to location. I will say this, though, it's definitely comfortable enough that I could be wearing a uh, overcoat and some gloves, which is, I mean, exactly what I'm going with. And uh, all in all, though, I'm comfortable with it. I'm keeping warm, layered up, but that's one, that's one thing about the cold that I have kind of come to accept, is that if you're cold, you could always just add a few extra layers. So you know, bundled up, but, uh, enjoying the fresh, the fresh air, and, uh, a nice, cool night for a change. Anyway, I know for some listening, I could say, long time, no see. For others, of course, it has been much more recent, um, but indeed, this is the first podcast that I am, I guess, releasing in the last 90 days, that's going out to what I would say a wider audience. Um, what I would say is a wider audience, perhaps. I know for a fact that I'm releasing this program on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, you know, the usual platforms, as well as Patreon. I am not, however, releasing this show on YouTube. That's not going to happen, and this is not being uploaded there. And I have my reasons for that, reasons which I am... that I feel strongly about. But... I'm not going to discuss that on the air. I just have my reasons, and that's all that it comes down to. Now, considering that, though, there's one, of course, important question which I imagine some of you listening would be inclined to ask. And I thought about this, and this is one of the reasons why... I've hesitated doing this, but I think the best approach toward um, handling this, perhaps, is to simply address it up front and uh, deal with the consequences, and that's going to be that. I believe the question quite simply is, since you're doing a program, obviously, 
is this the resumption of regular podcasts? And my answer to that is no, it's not. This is, at the very least in terms of its distribution to a wide audience, a one-off program. Hear a helicopter going by. I'm just going to check the radar real quick. Yeah, that's just a medical helicopter. I always check this out now. Whenever I hear a helicopter going by, I go over to a website called flightradar24.com and I uh, see if I could find it on the aircraft radar and then I quickly look it up and I figure out what it is. I don't know why I do that. That's just something that I do. Anyway, the important thing to address, of course, is that this is a one-off program I know for a fact people aren't going to like that, and like I said, I'm just going to have to accept the consequences of saying that, and I mean, what am I supposed to say? That's, that's all that there is to it. I know it's, people would want to hear me say different, but I, I just can't, so that's just what that comes down to. As a matter of fact, I think that may beg the question then from some individuals, well, if this is only a one-off program, then why are you even doing it, right? What's the, you know, is there any sort of reason for deciding to kind of hop back on the microphone and do a show for a larger audience this one-off time, as opposed to formally resuming the, um, the podcasts. And the reason is rather simple. It's, I want to do this show to give two updates that I feel need to be given. And, um, you know, there will be some light discussion, of course, accompanying that. But that's why. There's just two updates that I want to get out to, uh, you know, a larger audience, and hopefully it'll be of some use to someone. And, uh, that's about it. One update pertains to the radio show, and granted, I could just give that update on the radio, which I will be, um, but I do want to try to reach as many people as possible with said update, so that's why I'm doing this, number one. And then number two, the second update, is simply just to kind of give a little bit of a state of the the channel and say how everything is uh, going over in uh, Report of the Week land, and uh, that's about it. Just talk about a few random things, but that's all that there is to it, and uh, that's why I'm doing this. This is essentially a update show of sorts, just kind of checking in, saying, yeah, I haven't forgotten about the podcast. Uh, indeed, like I said, this is a, just a one-off thing. 
I'm still in the midst of the break, but I haven't forgotten about this either. I will say first and foremost, well, that's an incorrect usage of the term because I don't, that's not first and foremost anymore, but I will say, um, the break for the podcast is much needed, and it's going very smoothly. I can't believe that it's been about 90 days since I, uh, last did a full-blown podcast, but it did put things into perspective. And whether people want to hear it or not, I realized, personally, what a massive source of stress doing this show was. And, honestly, what negative impact it had on me. Would I be lying if I told you that I'm kind of glad that I'm doing this break? No, I wouldn't be, because that's the truth. Is that a harsh thing to say? Indeed. Understand, though, that that is not intended to be disparaging toward any of you listening. It's just merely how I feel about the show itself and doing it in the way that I... 90 days ago was doing it. So, I've realized what a, what a, like I said, what almost a burden of sorts the podcast was, what a constant source of negativity it was on my mind, and how little I enjoyed doing it at the time. Those are harsh realizations, like I said, but sometimes taking that break, stepping away for however long you need to, it allows you to gain a sense of perspective and insight on the situation, which otherwise you may not have garnered. So, the break, certainly necessary, quite helpful, appreciated... I wouldn't say so, but it's certainly something that needed to be done, I think, whether I think whether people like it or not. And it's not something that I expect people to understand. I just needed to do it, and I'm so thankful that I did. I think it's very important, and uh, has been very beneficial at that. But like I said, the break is still in progress. I don't know how long it's going to go for. Um, But as needed, you know, little update shows like this may be done. So that's what it comes down to there. But anyway, like I said, the main reason why I'm even here at the microphone in the first place is to give a few updates. We'll do that. And uh, then maybe I'll kill some time and talk about some random stuff otherwise. So here are the two updates. Um, The first of which is the most important. I know it doesn't apply to everyone, but in the off chance that it does apply to a few people, it's important that it is announced, so then at least I could say, well, I covered all my bases. I did what I could. This isn't going to be happening overnight. As a matter of fact, this isn't going to happen until, I believe, November 7th if I'm not mistaken, Sunday the 7th of November, 
And let me verify that real quick. Okay, indeed I have verified that it is Sunday the 7th of November. So, the adjustment that is going to take place is going to occur on Sunday, the 7th of November, 2021. This is going to impact the radio show. It is not going to impact the YouTube. It is not going to impact anything else. But, if you listen to my radio show, it will. And I say will have an impact on you, the listener, and the show itself. Again, it is going to go into effect on Sunday, the 7th of November, 2021. No sooner, no later, but from that day forth, for the next several months afterward, this change will be in effect. Let me ask a question. Do you know what Sunday, the 7th of November, is? If you guessed International Garden Hose Day, that's partially true. But that's not what I'm talking about. Sunday, the 7th of November, 2021, is the day when Daylight Saving Time comes to an end, I believe. At the very least, that's when you change the clock here in North America. And remember the phrase, right? Spring forward, fall back. Now, for reasons... Could you tell that I, I absolutely despise this day? I mean... Hate is a strong word. I think it's a word that people may be overused to a sense. In my... Maybe it all comes down to interpretation, I don't know. For me, personally, the word hate is a very strong word. I mean, to hate something. Now, I know people, you know, they say, like, oh, you know, whatever it might be. I hate boneless wings, or something like that. But to really hate something... You know, there's a difference between really hating something and saying, Oh, boneless wings, I hate boneless wings, right? You know what I'm talking about. But when I say hate in this case, I mean it to the fullest extent. I utterly detest, I truly despise this day in every way. I hate it. I really, really hate it. Very strongly. And I have no shame in saying that. Because the time change, it messes everything up. It really does. Now, I know that there's the reasons behind it. I disagree with it personally. I think we need to just stick to one year-round and uh, just accept it. And that's all that there is to it. Either accept that it's going to be dark in the mornings, or accept that it's going to be dark in the evenings. Quit playing around with the clocks twice a year and uh, just have one sort of time year-round, no daylight saving time or any of that. I think it's an antiquated thing. I think it hasn't any purpose these days. But 
I am biased, and I again, I hate this for the reasons that you're about to hear. The explanation, the technical explanation, that is, is quite long, and one, it's not worth explaining. You know, some of those situations where you could explain why something is a certain way, or you can just kind of save a 30-minute discussion and just say, look, it just is this way, and that's all that you need to know. It's one of those discussions. So, in this case, all I can just tell you is, it just is how it is. I'm not the one that makes these decisions. It just is this way, and I have no power over this. Right now, before the time change, so from this day until November 7th, I have my radio show, and I do my radio show four times a week, every week. So for the last 90 days, you know, I've been doing four hours of content, at the very least, a week, every single week, uh, on my radio show. Honestly, if you haven't listened to it, I recommend you do. I'm not going to force you to, but I'll provide all the links and uh, information that you need in the description of this program, and I encourage you strongly to tune in, but like I said, I'm not going to force you to... I don't expect anyone to, quite frankly, but if you do, I welcome you. That's all that I'll say. Um, but I do the show four times a week, and I broadcast it over the radio uh, for a good number of reasons. Number one, I love the technicalities of the medium. Uh, it's a fun way to reach an audience that I don't reach online, and uh, it's a totally new group of people. Uh, but likewise, one thing that I sincerely appreciate about radio is the fact that it's a medium that, and I've said this many times before, that it's not censored, it's not obstructed, it's not controlled by big corporations or agendas or any of that. Um, but in the, the truest sense of the word, it's a free medium. These days, it's sad to say that when you say things like that, one almost anticipates that I'm implying that the program is somehow controversial or inflammatory in nature, um, but it's not. And for those of you who have listened to my radio show, you already know that. You know that it's a light show. But it's a place where, nonetheless, I know that I'm free to say and play what I wish. And uh, it's very liberating and something that I will never not appreciate. But anyway, I do the radio show four times a week every week. It's four hours of content, and it's broadcast for listeners all across North America. Now, the signal reaches the U.S., Canada, and Mexico reliably on the frequency of 5850 kilohertz shortwave. That's 5.850 megahertz. So again, 5850 kilohertz shortwave at the time of 10 p.m. Eastern. Alright, 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Pacific, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday evening. That is the schedule until November 7th. So if you want to tune in in the meantime, that's when you can listen.
The show is also archived online at patreon.com slash the report of the week. Indeed, there is a paywall behind it, but that is necessary. Without that, I would not be able to keep the show on the air. So that's just one of those things that that's just the reality of the situation. Um, But if you do want to help that show and listen to as many recordings as you want, anytime you want, in crisp digital quality, then that's where you can access it. All those links, again, are in the description. But like I was saying, that's the schedule until November 7th. And each radio show is one hour in length. I usually start the show off with anywhere from about 10 to 15, sometimes as many as 20 minutes of discussion. I'll usually just talk about how my day was, how things are with the YouTube channel, um, and then sometimes I will discuss a current event or two, sometimes very hard news, uh, sometimes lighter topics. Uh, Some of the subjects that I have been discussing lately, for instance, uh, when La Palma first began erupting, I read some articles and covered that eruption, as well as the prospects of, uh, you know, the purported mega-tsunami. I talked about that a bit. I had some discussion about the uh, oil spill that happened off the coast of California, as well as the uh, supply shortages and all of the issues caused by that. If there's any serious landfalling tropical systems, I give extensive coverage of those. Mind you, all from reputable sources and, and uh, you name it, not just sitting there making stuff up. I discuss the Taliban's takeover of Afghanistan, etc. But also lighter topics are discussed as well. Uh, I think one one day I, I was talking for a while about stink bugs, of all things, and uh, I was talking about the uh, brown, I believe it was the brown marmorated stink bug, if I'm not mistaken. And I talked about that for a while. And, uh, you know, so lighter topics will be thrown in there too. But it's a place that, again, I know I can discuss the news of the day if I want to without having to worry uh, about anything, you know, any issues being caused. It's one of the only places that when I talked about some of the mandates issued by Biden, I could talk about that and not have to worry about anything. Or some legal challenges toward those mandates could discuss that if I wanted to. Again, just newsworthy topics that can be impartially discussed, which they always are, mind you, but can be discussed nonetheless without any sort of fear of getting my channel shut down because I mentioned these sorts of things. And uh, like I said, it's just light, impartial discussion, pretty much nonpartisan talk. And uh, it's not inflammatory, it's not divisive, nor is it controversial. Then, after the discussion, I always balance it out with some music. Usually I'll pick out a few songs, but then I open up the email for some listener-requested songs. And uh, lately the requests really have been coming in. There's a lot of great music. Uh, Lately, most of the music has been, I'd say, alternative, um, even independent stuff, uh, some new wave music. A lot, of, a lot of selections from the 80s, 90s, 90s <laughs> with some uh, 70s tunes sprinkled in, and uh, occasionally some more contemporary music as well. But uh, 
just a good playlist overall, at least I'm very happy with it, and the listeners seem to be as well. And uh, then usually I'll share some trivia and facts about some of the songs played, and it just makes for a fun hour. But I do that four times a week, every week, four new shows. So a new show Thursday, new show Friday, new show Saturday, new show Sunday, etc. The big change, though, comes on November 7th. For reasons that are outside of my control, the radio show will be moving one hour earlier. And there is nothing that I can do to change that. I hate the time change. I detest it. There is nothing good gained whatsoever from moving this show one hour earlier. I think it's absolutely preposterous. I think it's completely ridiculous. And I will not hesitate in calling that decision completely and totally idiotic. But nonetheless, it's just the way things work, and I have no say or control over that decision. But I think it's absolutely absurd to expect people to be able to just swiftly change their schedule and say, oh yeah, I'm just going to listen an hour earlier now, as if you're able to do that. I know for some that can be easy, for others not so much. So, I think it's ridiculous. But nonetheless, starting November 7th, from that day forward, my radio show will now be heard, again, every Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday evening, but at the time of 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific. So, Starting November 7th, from that day forward, the radio show will now be heard on 5850 kHz at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain, 6 p.m. Pacific. Think of it this way quite simply. Starting November 7th, the radio show is moving one hour earlier. That may inconvenience a lot of people, and I know that it will, and I can't do a thing about it. And if I could, we wouldn't be having this discussion. So please bear that in mind. The schedule is in writing below. I'm sorry about, I'm sorry about that change. I hate it. I don't like it. But nonetheless... I need to extensively promote that change, because otherwise it would be even worse if this change happens and no one even knows about it. So, it's a serious issue, and uh, one that... That's why I actually got to the microphone tonight to do that, and um, hope you understand. Alright, so now you know about the schedule change, and like I've said, November 7th onward... Radio show is moving one hour earlier and is staying that way for a while. So um, that's when it will be deviating from the present time slot. Before then, just tune in at 10 p.m. Eastern. After then, though, tune in at 9 p.m. Eastern instead. 
So otherwise, if you listen an hour later, you're just going to be hearing some other show that's not mine. So uh, that's what that comes down to. But I encourage you to listen. I, uh, I hope you do. It would be great if you do. But I'm not going to force anyone to either. I encourage you to get into shortwave radio, quite frankly, and I'm not going to hesitate to plug that medium either. It's a medium in decline. It's dying by the day. Honestly, the early 2020s, this is going to be the last of it. Solar conditions have a huge effect on reception. With solar maximum occurring in 2024, and the number of sunspots beginning to once again increase, reception conditions are getting better. Reception is great during solar maximum. Because, though, the sunspot cycle is in 11 years, this is the last time I think you're going to be able to enjoy these good reception conditions, so... From now, probably until 2025 or so, enjoy the good reception while it's here. This is going to be it. I don't think international broadcasting as it is presently is going to exist by the 2030s when this next set of conditions will be upon us. So, these next few years, these may very well be the last few enjoyable years of this medium. If you've contemplated getting into it, essentially do it now, or don't bother. That's all that I could say. And it's tough for me to say that, but I think that's how it is. So it's up to you. The number of stations still broadcasting on shortwave these days is not as much as it used to be. But there's still stuff out there. Lately, I've been listening to lots of international broadcasters, and it made me realize the quality of their programming and how insightful they can still be in this day and age. Being able to listen to some very informative, I would say educational, but also entertaining programs from Radio Romania International, for instance, has provided a lot of fascinating perspective on a country that you never hear from otherwise. The same can be said for broadcasts from The Voice of Turkey, or Radio Taiwan International, Radio Prague, Radio Exterior de España, Radio Argentina, Al Exterior, Radio Tirana, Radio Kuwait, and many other broadcasters. Some of the big broadcasters are also fascinating to listen to, uh, just for perspective on current events, such as China Radio International and The Voice of America. Like I said, all of these stations are still around. They're still out there, and they could still be heard. As a matter of fact, with reception conditions improving, for the next few years, they'll be heard better. But how much longer... That's the million-dollar question, and if I had to give my best estimation, all I could tell you is not long. So, if you are interested in shortwave radio, if you at the very least want some radio recommendations or more information about it, even if you just want to consider it, I will in 
I will extend an invitation for any emails. You can send any questions about that to me at v-o-r-w-i-n-f-o at gmail.com. Once again, that's v-o-r-w-i-n-f-o at gmail.com. So that's how you can reach me there. I know some people might get sick of hearing me talk about these things, but the good news for you, you know, just give it give it uh, about a decade and you'll get your wish. So, just is how it is. I'm just kind of telling people, just if you want to enjoy it, this is the time. And uh, that's all that there is to it. People might say, well, you know, are there any trends, though, that are really suggesting this negative outlook? And absolutely there are. Um, you're starting, you're just seeing further actions being done by broadcasters that hadn't previously that suggests the medium still remains in decline. Um, now, I could give extended lectures about that, but I'm not going to. But I could talk about that another day, certainly. That's all. So otherwise, in terms of everything else, and uh, in terms of the YouTube channel, the report of the week, uh, an update there, everything is going nicely. Uh, very happy with how the YouTube channel is going. And uh, I'm very pleased to say, at present, that uh, the report of the week channel is in a good spot. Uh, statistically, it's doing good. What is most important, and I would have to assume, I can't recall if I did or didn't, but I'd have to assume at some point I must have mentioned this, but in my opinion, in terms of being a creator online, if you're in it for the long term, consistency is one of the most important things you can have, and consistency most certainly is there in terms of uh, the YouTube channel, and I'm just very happy with where it's at. And uh, it's just great to see, so... Everything is going going nicely, everything at the very least is consistent, with then, you know, you have a few things that do even better than that, and that's just all bonus, that's great. So, I'm very happy with where it is, and uh, it's fantastic. And uh, one thing that I think I've realized over the last few years is, uh, I'm happy doing the reviews. There was a time years ago where I was kind of saying, I don't know if I want to really just be the guy that does the reviews, you know, and try to branch out from that, but I've realized now, I can, you know, I could be the review guy, but then that gives me the opportunity to do things like this, which is great. So, I'll take it, and I like doing the reviews, I always have, it's fun. You know, you kind of give the assessment of the food, and you, you know, you give a little bit of a show at the same time. You kind of throw in a little smattering of humor here and there. And, uh, of course, it's all very light material, but I'm happy with it, and it's, uh, it's fun to do. I, uh, I like it. Lately, they've, uh, at least the most recent video that I did was a celebrity meal. Not from McDonald's, believe it or not. You know, because lately, the one place doing all the celebrity meals, and 
I know I've had various discussions in this program where, you know, there have been criticisms of it. And, uh, admittedly, you know, those thoughts remain the same. But Popeyes is starting to catch on to the idea, too. And they decided, because otherwise, since July, McDonald's released, um, what was it, a meal for someone called Saweetie? I've, I've never heard of, you know, I, I don't know who Saweetie is. I think a rapper or something. Um, I think, or is she, uh, I, I think, I, th- I think that's the genre of music that she does. I'm not really sure. I've, I've never listened to any of the, the music. I just listen to the classics, quite frankly. But either way, she collaborated with, um, McDonald's, and they released the Sweetie Meal, which, uh, wasn't very well received. A lot of people just thought this is stupid, and, uh, a waste of money, and just overpriced. So that wasn't very well received at all. And uh, a lot of people expressed their frustration with it. But Popeyes, on the other hand, said, Well, you know, we're going to give the celebrity stuff a try. So they... They um, partnered with Megan the Stallion. And I know you're supposed to say it as Megan the Stallion, but it just sounds so weird to me, and I don't really think anyone's going to pitch a fit if I say Megan the Stallion. So, that's just how I'm going to say it. And, uh, she's a famous rapper. The meal was good. And the chicken sandwich that they released, they released this Megan the Stallion chicken sandwich with hottie sauce, which was supposed to be sweet, bold sauce with a little bit of spice. It was actually good. It was actually a a tasty sandwich. So, the meal was good. At least they offered something new to the table instead of just repackaging something that's been there for 20 years and um, throwing a higher price tag on it. So I'm happy with that. As for the individual and the music upon which this meal is named, I shall say nothing. But that review, nonetheless, was received quite well, and uh, everyone seemed very excited about that, because I know that she is indeed quite a popular figure, especially among younger demographics, and uh, has a lot of fans. So, a lot of people found the review, they were very, very enthusiastic about the release, And uh, it seems to be well-received, and like I said, regardless of any of that, uh, it was a good sandwich, all in all, so I can't complain there. There was one item that I tried out, you know, a, um... I guess it was a while back now, about a month and a half ago, I think it was, that was, uh... It was disputed in terms of how people happened to perceive it. And... People either really liked it, or they didn't. I wasn't a fan of it. But I had to acknowledge that my opinion is not necessarily reflective of the majority. 
So, that's just how it is. And that was an item from Little Caesars called the Crazy Calzone Pepperoni. I think the thing was a mon monstrosity. It creeped me out. It, uh... It really grossed me out. I mean, it really did. I, uh... I, I you know, when I... When I looked at it, before I even got it, and I looked at the advertisement, I audibly said to myself, what the... is this? And I didn't give that little pause, mind you. Um, but indeed, that was my reaction. I... the imagery of it was and still is intimidating. The thing looks as though it's some sort of alien life form, and the four edges of this thing are going to close in on me, and, uh, it's, like, gonna start... like, the thing's just gonna propel itself out of the pizza box and start... like, there's gonna be a row of teeth in the center or something, and it's gonna start eating my face or something. And, uh, it just is that way. The thing, aside from that startling imagery, it was just gross to begin with, and it didn't really taste the best. I mean, there is just too much of everything, but some people loved it. Some people said, wow, this is the most flavorful um, thing I've ever seen. I love it. I get this thing every day. It's just not for me, but I had to state in the review that it's not for me, but some people may feel otherwise, and indeed, and indeed, some did. So, you know, you just have to take all of that into account. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, though, after the camera was off, I didn't eat any more of it. It was just too greasy, too, too much for me, and I, I didn't eat any more of it. I was done with it. So that was that. But all in all, the YouTube channel is, uh, going nicely, and, uh, I, like I said, everything is just going. It's going smoothly, consistently, and I'm very happy with it, so that's important, and, uh, like I said, nothing to complain about there. And I know that this break from the podcast... I know it's not appreciated by many, but I know personally that it's the right thing to do. So, I just have to do what's right for me. I know that some people may say, well, it's just doing a podcast, though, you know? Well, it's just, it's just doing a podcast. It's just going up to the microphone and talking. How can that be a problem to you. How can that give you stress? It's just a show. Just go and do it. Don't don't be stressed about it. Don't let it get. It. Just do, just do the show. Now, that is easy for one to say, but at the same time, two can play at that game. I'd prefer we not go there, but allow me to look. Let me let me say it to you this way. Well, it's just your job. Just go, go to work. Just go do your job. So what if you hate your job? Just go and do it. What big deal is that? 
So it's just school. It's just school. Just go. Just go. Just deal with it. Oh, it's just mental health issues. So what? It's just your mind. Just go deal with it. See what slippery slope that attitude leads to. What may not seem like a problem to you may be different for another individual. And indeed, many people have this perspective that certain things, you know, that couldn't be a problem, couldn't, you know, this might be a problem, there's no way this could be, etc. But it's really different and unique to the individual, and a lot of people lose sight of that. So, we can't forget that. Certain things may not be an issue to you and may not be of any detriment or source of stress or frustration, etc. to you, but they may be to me, or vice versa. And I hope you understand the feeling if someone tries to look down at you and be as disparaging toward the things that maybe get to you. You'd say, no, you, you don't understand. It's, you see, isn't that what I'm trying to say too? So, you know, I don't know if that really puts anything into perspective, but that's just a counterpoint that's been in my mind and uh, decided oh, I'll share it nonetheless. So, uh, like I said, some people may have their protest, but I know that the decision I made is the right one, and I firmly stand by it. No regrets, and uh, that's what that comes down to. All right, two other things that I want to cover, and uh, then that's it for today. Number one, just on a random note, some people might not think it possible, but indeed it is. I have, in terms of at least how I appear every day off camera, uh, decided to dress more formally than I currently do. And um, I, I just feel like I... I feel like I didn't have enough vests. And wearing just a shirt and tie, or a suit without a vest, um, in some cases almost feels too informal and improper to me. And I know that may sound ridiculous, but that simply is just how I feel, and that's just my personal view toward clothing. So. One thing that you always have to realize in terms of how I dress and how I appear, I have these very, very formal and traditional standards of dress. These standards are held to me exclusively. Not one other soul on this planet. Only me. I don't expect anyone else to dress this way. If someone does, that's great, and if they don't, that's great too. I encourage people to wear what they wish, provided it doesn't hurt or harm anyone else. Because one of the most important things is that I am able to wear this sort of attire, because I have the freedom to make the choice to wear what I want to wear. Everyone else deserves that exact same choice likewise. So these sorts of standards, these rigid traditional standards that I hold to myself, I hold to myself exclusively. If you want to wear a t-shirt and jeans every day, more power to you. It's fine by me. So, uh, I kind of preface it with that. 
but I uh, decided to go ahead and procure a bunch of vests. So I only bought vintage vests because I have no faith or confidence in any modern styles whatsoever, but now I probably have about 15 or 16 vests on the way, and uh, it's great. They're already trickling in, but uh, my intention at this point is uh, to just incorporate vests in my everyday wear, and uh, pretty much just wear one every single day. And, um, and that's going to be that. So now I'll just be wearing, you know, a shirt and tie with a vest. It'll be a vest and tie. Or a suit that just would have been a two-piece suit, now with a matching vest will be a three-piece suit. Etc, uh, etc. Et and uh, it's a decision that I've wanted to do for a while, and now I'm finally going ahead with it. And, uh, you know, one that I'm very comfortable with. So, vests, so far so good, happy with them, and uh, if you see a lot more in the future, that's exactly why. Um, the great thing about vests is that they're extremely versatile, they can really be paired with a lot of garments, and they're so lightweight. That's the other thing, that even on very warm days, most of the vests that I wear are not very heavy, so they don't contribute a ton of weight or excess uh, heat or bulk uh, in terms of what I wear, but they can still make a huge difference on cooler days in terms of actually keeping heat in. They're just, they're fascinating how versatile they are and how well they work, uh, both with cold and warm climates. So, I'm just wearing a lot of vests now. You'll probably notice more three-piece suits and uh, vests in terms of reviews. And likewise, you'll probably notice the incorporation of more wing collars and uh, detachable collars as well in the future, because detachable collars and wing collars are meant to be with vests. So you'll probably notice more, again, of the winged collars with uh, neckties, um, as well as some of the imperial collars, which are the ones that just stand up straight with no folds in the front, like I wore with that uh, Popeyes review recently. You'll notice more of those, too. So, so far so good, and uh, very happy making that change. All right, and finally, one final note, just because I've actually gotten this question more times than one would think, so I'd have to assume that there's at least a, a percentage, even if it's minor, a per percentage of individuals out there who maybe find this subject uh, amusing. Uh, people were wondering, they were actually asking, they were saying, you know, in the last show that you did, you uh, mentioned that in terms of shortwave radio and um, the likelihood it is to continue, if Afghanistan falls to the Taliban, uh, shortwave radio will be relevant in that region for a while. Well, they took the country over, and indeed they did. What, um, what do you make of that now? And I will say, yes, absolutely. 
uh, shortwave radio is certainly alive and well over there. And uh, indeed, there are many dozen, dozens of broadcasts to Afghanistan every single day, as well as a number of new broadcasts that have started up since the fall of the country. Uh, lately, broadcasts from the Voice of America have been increased, so there's more frequencies of the VOA to Afghanistan. The BBC World Service has increased their frequencies to Afghanistan, so now they broadcast 24-7 on shortwave to the country. Uh, DW Deutsche Welle has resumed its broadcasts to Afghanistan, and they discontinued them years ago, so they've actually resumed broadcasts on two frequencies in uh, Pashto and Dari to Afghanistan on the shortwave. Likewise, a 24-hour news network uh, called Afghanistan International Television is syndicating their audio 24 hours a day on shortwave. Uh, various religious broadcasters have increased uh, their transmissions to Afghanistan as well. And uh, other broadcasts continue to maintain a service to Afghanistan, including All India Radio, Radio Saudi International, The Voice of Turkey, China Radio International, and many other stations. So, indeed, the airwaves are very, very much alive in Afghanistan, considering uh, how things are there. And, um, likewise, and this is on your taxpayer dollar, albeit from years ago, granted, but still, uh, the U.S., back when we installed the previous, I guess the now previous, government of Afghanistan, in the early 2000s, the U.S. built a 400-kilowatt transmitter right near Kabul, as uh, a transmitter to be used by Afghanistan as a national radio service. So they would use this big 400,000 watt transmitter to be able to cover the entire country, again with a, uh, a national radio service to reach everyone in Afghanistan. And this was paid for by the U.S. The transmitter was built by the U.S., the antenna was built by the U.S., well, when Kabul fell, so did that transmitter, and uh, the Taliban now has themselves a national radio service, uh, which can be heard throughout the entirety of Afghanistan, and uh, during certain times it also propagates really to all of South Asia, as well as some of the Middle East, and uh, it's called the Voice of Sharia. And uh, it's mostly uh, Quran readings, but it also does feature news in, uh, I believe, mostly Pashto, but other dialects as well. And I have heard a few English language bulletins on that station as well. But the Taliban does have a uh, presence on the radio as well. So, any people who wanted an update... There you have it, and uh, that's how things are looking over there. And with that, that's all that I have for you for today's program. Hope the show was enjoyable, and uh, I'm sure at some point I'll be back with another update program. There's no need for any correspondence. Um, 
because this is just a one-off program, so no questions or any of that for future programs are necessary, because again, this is just a one-off show. Um, but if you would like to just drop a line and say hello, the address is there, v-o-r-w-i-n-f-o at gmail.com. With that, thank you for listening, and until next time, take care. This is VORW.